Insider, the show that takes you inside the great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hear from student athletes, coaches, and administrators from one of the premier conferences in Division II. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. From Bellingham, Washington to Billings, Montana, and from Arcata, California to Lacey, Washington, welcome to this week's edition of GNAC Insider, the show that takes you around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. I'm Robert Lowry, your host. Glad to have you along with us for this episode, which is going to have a decidedly soccer feel. A little later in tonight's GNAC Insider, we're going to talk with Kelsey Atherley, Simon Fraser University's women's soccer defender about women's soccer. We're also going to have the chance to talk with Coe Michelson, the Northwest Nazarene University men's soccer coach, as we will talk about men's soccer. And our first guest tonight is going to be Montana State University Billings soccer captain Cameron Lee. And we are going to talk a little bit about soccer with Cameron, but we are going to talk about more than just that. We're going to talk about a project that the Montana State University Billings soccer team is involved with that, uh, well, frankly, it's a very touching thing that they're doing, and you're going to find out from Cameron Lee about that and how that's affecting the life of, of another young person, and we'll talk to Cameron here in just a couple of moments. Also, a little bit later in tonight's show, we'll take you around the GNAC, tell you what's happening this week in the GNAC as well, so... Uh, A lot coming up here in the next 30 minutes on tonight's edition of GNAC Insider. And uh, again, soccer tonight, Cameron Lee, Cole Michelson, and Kelsey Atherley. As we look at men's soccer, we look at women's soccer, and we talk a little bit more about uh, some of the things that GNAC student-athletes are doing that uh, that don't necessarily show up in the scorebook or in the score column or or in the wins and losses. Uh, This is something that uh, really... Uh, shows the totality of sports at the Division II level where uh, student-athletes are involved with more than than just the the wins and losses and and the things we see in the sports pages every day. Instead, this is a project through an organization that is called Team Impact. It's a program that matches children that have severe diseases with college athletics programs, and the MSUB men's soccer team has taken a six-year-old cancer victim onto their team. And we're going to have the opportunity to talk to Cameron right now and uh, talk a little bit about uh, this project through Team Impact. And, well, Cameron, we sure appreciate you uh, taking time to join us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Thanks for joining us, Cameron. And, uh, again, let's talk a little bit for a moment about this Team Impact situation and the six-year-old youngster that is now a part of the Montana State University Billings team. Let's start from the beginning. How did that come together? Yeah, for sure. Um, the captain uh, sat down with uh, the coaching staff at the beginning of the season, and we all discussed that, you know, we need to be taking another step further to be involved in the community, you know, and really try and make a difference off the field. And uh, the coaches organized um conjunction with uh, participation with Team Impact and uh, we got in touch with them and they've uh, matched us up with a little six-year-old named Sebastian Easton who's been diagnosed with T-cell lymphoblastic lymphoma which is a life-threatening disease and you know he's been um, he lives here in Billings Montana and he's been flying back and forth to uh, 
then for, for treatment. And obviously because of this, she hasn't been able to start uh, the first year of school. And uh, so we sat down and we had meetings with Team Impact and the coaches and now Sebastian is uh, going to be involved with the team. We've added him to our roster, so he's now the steadiest man on our roster and arguably our most important uh, person on the roster now. And uh, he's just going to be involved. You know, he's, gonna, he's joined us already for a practice a couple of weeks ago. You know, he introduced himself to all of us and we introduced ourselves to him, you know, and it was, it was really eye-opening to uh, to meet this little youngster, you know, with such a positive attitude. And uh, he's really got the odds against him. So it, it really opens the eyes up of the players and really puts everything into perspective for the players. And uh, hopefully it can send a wider message out to the Billings community and hopefully the rest of the GNAC. Well, Cameron, I know that this has had a positive impact on the young man you talked about, Sebastian Easton. And he, through his association now with the Yellow Jacket men's soccer team, I, I know that's got to be an absolute thrill for him. I want to talk about how it has affected you and other members of the team. How have your interactions with Sebastian been in terms of an influence on this year's Yellow Jacket men's soccer team? Well, coming into the year, obviously, we have a big squad, 30 or 29 on players, you know, and uh, just uh, there's already uh, a lot of motivation and for the season ahead. But having Sebastian be part of our team now, you know, he's he's not just a part of the team. He's an extended family member, basically, now. And just meeting him for the first time a couple of weeks ago, like I said prior, it just puts everything into perspective. You know, it makes you realize how fragile life is and just how lucky we are to be having the opportunity to play college football at this level, you know. And, you know, it touched a lot of all of our players' hearts, you know, and it just... We've really connected with Sebastian. He's made a huge difference on us already just having one meeting with him. And, you know, this is going to carry on and this relationship is just going to develop further. And as time progresses, we're just going to build a much stronger relationship with him. So it's really really having a huge impact on not just a few of us, but every single um, member of the team. All right. You're going to have him at games and apparently at practices too. How deep is this relationship going to go? What other team events and what other ways are you going to welcome him to the to the Yellow Jackets program? Well, for sure. Um, Sebastian is going to come join a couple of our practices. You know, we uh, had our proper introduction with him a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, we gave him some MSCB memorabilia and caps because he's a, he's a big uh, fan of in caps and uh so he's not just he's gonna attend practices he's gonna walk out with us um on lineup during game day he'll stand with us during the national anthem he'll be part of our um, team talks you know he'll come with us pre-game while the coaches are in the locker room and giving us our motivational speeches you know he'll be in there just as part of us you know he's gonna have his own kit you know he's gonna be just just like one of us obviously not playing but you know, we'll be playing for him on the field now. It just provides a much, a much bigger incentive now. You know, to perform off uh, on the field, sorry, so we can uh, make a difference to him off the field. Now, as I know you're well aware, his mother Mandy is an MSUB alumna who actually played volleyball for the Yellow Jackets. 
Have you had some interactions with her? And, and what has she said about how uh, Sebastian's involvement with you and the team has benefited him? Well, as the as team impact uh, is um, set up, there's uh, three stages to the matchup between Sebastian and, and the CB Yellow Jackets. And right now we're in the very first stage, so we're in the early stages, and right now Sebastian is quite new to the MSCB Yellow Jackets and, you know, we're new to him. And so we've only um, had the chance to interact with Mandy and some of the other family members at one practice thus far. But it'll go down to, because we have a core couple of players on the team who are will be in contact with Mandy and the parents, etc. to, uh, you know, maybe uh, just go around Sebastian's and kick a ball around with him for a while, you know, just maybe take him out and go have some lunch or something. But uh, I would imagine, from what I could tell, you know, Mandy's you know, ecstatic that you know this this partnership is now formed and it's just going to develop. You know, was Sebastian on hand this week? Because you had a big week in uh, in soccer play. You tied Simon Fraser. You beat Western Washington University. Did he see either or both those games? Unfortunately, uh, Sebastian didn't see the games as we were traveling, and they were both away fixtures, the first one up in Canada um, and then the second one down in uh, western Washington. But here, Sebastian will be down at our games because we have two home fixtures against University of Mary and then South Dakota School of Mines this week. So Sebastian... Um, we'll be at those fixtures, and I mean, with without him being at those last two games that we've just played, um, you know, he was mentioned in our team talks, and you know, we we're not just dedicating a season to our own family members and our own fans, but now this uh, our season is now revolved around Sebastian and everything around him, you know, because we just want to make sure that we can represent Billington, especially Sebastian, in the best way possible. Well, Cameron, thank you for making time to uh, talk to us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Good luck to you. Good luck to the Yellow Jackets. And and much success. And I, and I hope that this relationship that you develop with the six-year-old Sebastian Easton, I hope this is mutually beneficial not only this season but uh, but for years in the future as well. And uh, hopefully uh, at some point uh, in the not-too-distant future, we can catch up with you again and find out how this uh, relationship is developing and deepening later this soccer season. Would that be okay? No, that, that sounds perfect. Thank you for the chat. Well, Cameron, thank you very much, and we look forward to talking to you once again. Cameron Lee, the uh, MSUB soccer captain, talking to us tonight about the relationship between the Yellow Jackets through the uh, organization known as Team Impact to benefit the life of the six-year-old, uh, the cancer victim, Sebastian Easton. Well, switching gears now, let's take a trip around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. In Ellensburg, another GNAC school is coming together to help a disease-stricken child. Central Washington University student-athletes teamed up with Lincoln Elementary School to raise money for Avery Clark, an 11-year-old from Kittitas, Washington, that's battling Samster's triad. That's a respiratory condition. The students are performing community service activities to help raise funds for Avery's family to help pay for her medical bills. 
Also in Ellensburg, the Central Washington University women's soccer team defeated Northwest Nazarene 3-2 in double overtime Saturday. Hadley Ferrand scored the game winner with only one second left to play. This was one of three matches last week that ended in the last minute of double overtime as the Seattle Pacific men beat Mary with 49 seconds to go and the Northwest Nazarene men beat Simon Fraser with just seven ticks left on the clock. In Lacey, St. Martin's senior volleyball outside hitter Kristen Ross recorded her 1,000th career kill last week. Ross is currently sitting 27th all-time for career kills in the GNAC with 1,046. The only other current GNAC player with more than 1,000 is Montana State Billings outside hitter Monica Grimsrud, who is in 12th place, 1,223 career kills. Up in Fairbanks, the athletics department at the University of Alaska inducted its 7th Hall of Fame class last weekend. The four-member class inducted on Saturday included four former Nanook athletes and coaches, including career hockey goals leader Dean Federchuk and hockey coach Guy Godowski. The inaugural 2014 cross-country rankings were released last week with two men's and two women's GNAC teams making the list. Last year's men's GNAC champion, Alaska Anchorage, is ranked 8th, while championship runner-up Western Washington, 20th in the poll. On the women's side, Simon Frazier is ranked ninth, moving up seven spots from the preseason poll, and Western Washington is 19th. Nine men's and women's GNAC teams made it on this week's regional rankings as well. And remember to read about Player of the Week and Red Lion Team of the Week awards at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider coming right back at you after this short timeout. Fall is in the air, and you know what that means. Fall and winter sports. With more than 40 hotels throughout the West, why not take a road trip with Red Lion Hotels and follow your favorite team? With plush pillow top beds, free Wi-Fi, restaurants and lounges, we want you to stay comfortable. Visit RedLion.com for the lowest rate guaranteed. Red Lion Hotels are proud supporters of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hit the road with us. Red Lion Hotels. There's always a Red Lion nearby. MSU Billings brought my future into focus. With over 100 academic options, the choice is clear. I chose health and human performance. Music and business. Math and physical sciences. Elementary education. Radiologic technology. MSUB offers more online courses than any institution in Montana. Professors make courses meaningful. My internship puts what I'm learning into motion. MSUB is the most affordable option in the region. Experience the MSUB Advantage. Welcome back to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. And welcome back to GNAC Insider. We are going to be speaking now with Cole Michelson, the Northwest Nazarene head men's soccer coach. And I'll tell you, Northwest, we should say the Northwest Nazarene Crusaders off to a great start this year. Six and one overall, three and zero first in conference. Co, thanks for joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. And again, last year five wins overall, six wins already this year. It's an obvious first question: How the big turnaround in such a short span of time? Yeah, well, um, you know, two years ago we we graduated graduated a lot of guys, so we had a. Uh, a lot of players to replace um, coming out of 2012. So a year ago was a pretty big recruiting class for us. And 
Um, you know, we, we had a number of guys graduate last year as well. And I think, um, you know, like, like anything else at the college level, it was really just a, uh, focus on, on recruiting. But I think, I think for us, it was recruiting high caliber guys, um, who are also high caliber players as opposed to the opposite. And that was just kind of a renewed focus of us this past off season. Well, high-caliber players, certainly, because you're currently on a five-game winning streak. Talk a little bit about that winning streak and what the Crusaders are doing well right now to be on this role. Yeah, well, um, yeah, obviously we're playing well. Um, five wins in a row is is pretty difficult to string together at this level, and I think in terms of, of how you get there, I, I think like anything else, you – you just focus on doing the little things well day in, day out. And for us, it's all about the next game. And we know what our goals are, but we try to maintain our focus on the next game. So right now, in our minds, it, I guess it doesn't matter that we're on a five-game winning streak. It's just about Thursday and getting prepared for Thursday. And um, in terms of what we're doing well, you know, we had a lot of new pieces to put together, and it's taken a little time to gel, and so it was good to get results during that time. But at the moment, um, yeah, we're, we're doing we're doing most everything well. I mean, we've got a great bench. We're scoring quite a few goals, and uh, you know, we've got three or four shutouts in our first, you know, seven games. So I think we're doing a lot well right now. You talk about shutouts. You shut out Western Washington two nothing, and the team also earned GNAC Team of the Week honors for the past week. I understand your philosophy of looking through the uh, through the windshield and not in the rearview mirror. But the way you played last week, that GNAC Team of the Week honor, that has to be uh, something that everybody back there is proud of, correct? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, lots of uh, congratulations around campus today and yesterday. Um, you know, and and as as great as it is, and we're thrilled to be recognized, it's also important to remind the guys that, you know, as as great as that feels, our goal coming into this year wasn't necessarily to be GNAC Team of the Week. Our, our goals are, uh, you know, still down the road a bit. So let's just, you know, maintain our focus and not get complacent, not buy into our press clippings, and just, just keep working. This week you've got South Dakota Mines and Mary at home. Talk a little bit about those two matches and, and what you expect. Yeah, um, well, anytime we play at home, we're we're expecting to win. So that's certainly, you know, what what we're expecting from, from ourselves. But at the same time, we know that, you know, in this conference, anybody that we play is good enough to to get a result on any given day. So, uh, again, it's about, you know, this Thursday, just focusing on doing the things that, that we control, focusing on our preparation, getting ready. Um, you know, Mines hasn't gotten the results they probably would have hoped for yet, but they've they've played some teams very tough, and Mary – Every year, um, Mary gets some good results, and they're off to a good start. They're a 500 team right now. So, you know, again, it's just don't get complacent. Don't take anything for granted. And, uh, you know, there's no there's no God-given right to walk out and win. you got to walk out and do the work. You're in your eighth year as the head coach there at NNU, but I want to talk a little bit about your other coaching experiences. You coached for the Liverpool FC in England how did that experience in that soccer crazy part of the world? How did that impact and help you develop your coaching style? 
Yeah, well, I mean, I'm a big believer in, in lifetime learning. Um, I think you never get comfortable with where you're at, and there's 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 always someone better than you. So during that time, I was, you know, as I still am today, I was just really looking to grow, and I was fortunate enough to, you know, meet some people with some connections that, you know, frankly, I never anticipated and found myself, you know, working for, you know, one of the biggest football clubs in the world and, you know, just learning from some, some great people and as well as beyond the soccer, just, you know, the life side and fields are very, are a very rough area and the inner city work there was, was a big part of what we did as well. So final question for you. Not only are you coaching at Northwest Nazarene University, you played there at Northwest Nazarene University as well back in 1999. How is the soccer program for the Crusaders and for the last eight years now under your tutelage, how has it grown and how has it improved? And what's on the horizon? Where do you see the program going in the next eight years? Yeah. Um, well, when when NNU moved to the Division Two level back around, you know, 2000-ish, you know, shortly thereafter, you know, um, the situation in the in the in the Division Two level in the Northwest was different then, and and then you you know did not have soccer for that period of time from '02 to '08. So when I came in in '08, it was a complete fresh start and um, completely different from what it had been before at the NAI level back in the late '90s and in around 2000. Um, you know, there was a real commitment from the school to do well um, with a new field put in and an indoor field and a full-time coach, and that stuff hadn't been there before. And, you know, you fast forward now um, to 2014, and, you know, we're, we're doing well, and we don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but certainly, you know, we've we've got objectives within this conference and objectives at the national level to to make that tournament. And ultimately, um, you know, we'd love to bring a national championship to NNU. But for now... You know, that, that next step for us is, you know, focus on the tournament and focus on getting to that level. And, and we know that, that once we get there, um, there's nobody we're going to play that we can't beat. So it's just about, um, you know, reaching that stage and then doing the best we can with it. Well, Cole, thanks for making time for us on GNAC Insider. Good luck the rest of the year with the Northwest Nazarene University soccer team. And uh, hopefully we'll have a chance to talk to you again not too far down the road. Thanks a lot. All right, Cole Michelson, Northwest Nazarene University head men's soccer coach, joining us tonight on GNAC Insider. And time for us now to take a look at what's happening this week in the GNAC in men's soccer, as we stay with men's soccer. Conference leader Seattle Pacific will stay home for this week's matches as it takes on Western Washington and last year's GNAC conference champion, Simon Frazier. The Falcons are one of the last unbeaten teams in the conference after they defeated South Dakota Mines on Saturday. In football, Western Oregon will head to Florence, Alabama this week to take on number five, North Alabama. The Lions, who made it to the Division II quarterfinals last year, will host the Wolves on homecoming night. The Wolves are 2-2 two and two overall. In volleyball, it's a big week for Western Washington as the number 11 Vikings host 18th-ranked Central Washington on Thursday and then 19th-ranked Northwest Nazarene on Saturday. The Wildcats and Vikings are currently tied for fourth place in the conference, while the Crusaders lead the GNAC with a 5-0 mark. In cross-country, four GNAC teams will compete at the 40th annual Charles Bowles Invitational, hosted by Willamette University this weekend in Salem, Oregon. Western Oregon had a good outing last year at the event, 
as the men's 8,000-meter team placed second and the women's 5,000-meter team finished fifth. And in women's soccer, Simon Fraser, which won its first two games of the season last week, will travel to Northwest Nazarene and number 22, Western Washington, this week. Uh, it looks to improve upon Coach Annie Hamel's first career wins. Also, Montana State Billings will host the undefeated Vikings in a battle of the top teams in the GNAC standings. GNAC Insider coming back your way after this brief timeout. Make sure to follow the GNAC on social media. Find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching GNAC Sports. And visit us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider will be right back. Now is the perfect time to enjoy a romantic stay at the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Book a lake tower room with a cozy fireplace and a world-class view of Lake Coeur d'Alene. Take advantage of Beverly's renowned wine cellar and five-star dining. Or enjoy the resort's many luxury amenities, including our award-winning spa, indoor pool, and fitness facility. You just can't beat the view from the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Packages start at just $189. To book your getaway, call or visit cdaresort.com. With more than 60 areas of study to choose from, Northwest Nazarene University guarantees that you don't have to settle for a major that's anything less than your true passion. NNU graduate Chad Larson's goal was to find a program that would help him achieve his dreams. Majoring in engineering at NNU gave him the prestigious opportunity to do research with NASA. While a student, Chad worked internationally and experienced pursuing his studies in zero gravity, not once, but twice. Ten years from now, I hope to have obtained my Ph.D. and then begin pursuing a career at NASA where I'll be on the cutting edge of science. Thanks to the education he received at NNU, Chad is well on his way to fulfilling his dream by working to obtain his Ph.D. in engineering. It's not too late to find out which one of our majors you will love. Your program is waiting at Northwest Nazarene University. Call 467-8000 or visit nnu.edu today. And welcome back to GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry, your host. And we're going to talk now with uh, somebody who has really been a fixture for the Simon Fraser University soccer team. Kelsey Atherley from Port Moody, B.C. has started 46 of 50 possible matches during her career, including all eight this year. Kelsey, thanks for joining us here on GNAC Insider. I, I guess the first question is, you've been very durable to be able to play that many matches, including all eight this year. What makes you durable and, and uh, have the ability to be out on the field as often and as much as you are? Well, thanks for having me. Um, durable, <laughs> I'd like to think so. I mean, um, all the teams here are extremely physical, and I feel that, you know, being Canadian team, people may not think that we're as physical or it can be, but um I kind of like to prove people wrong during during the games, and I feel that we've been doing that. And, uh, yeah, I'd like to think that I'm able to bounce back pretty quickly from some of the tackles and whatnot. So, you know, keeping up with my fitness, and uh, we've been really working on that this year, so I think it's been going well. Because isn't, is it not fair to say, I believe this is true, but I want to hear it from a player's perspective, the GNAC, and I'm talking top to bottom, uh, they play a physical brand of soccer in the GNAC, true? Oh, absolutely. It's definitely quite physical. Um, I think that's what makes it, you know, um, more fun personally. I think that, you know, getting, 
uh, getting into those tackles really make the game what it is all about. And, you know, obviously being tactical is very important as well, but uh, that physical aspect is, is up there too. This past weekend you won two conference matches in a row. As I understand it, that's the first time for you in your SFU career. Does that feel like a little bit of a monkey's off the back because of that? Honestly, like, yes, for sure. Um, over the last few years, it's uh, it's definitely been a pretty defensive team, I find. Um, we would uh, hang low in our own half and not get up offensively as much. But um, I feel that this year we've been able to focus a good amount of time on attacking space and having our first touch forward, uh, which definitely helped generate some of the goals we've had during the season so far. Coaching change at at uh, Simon Fraser as Annie Hamel has taken over. How has she changed the strategy? How has she changed the play for you this year? Well, um, Coach Annie and uh, the rest of the coaches, Anna, Lee, and Chris, I feel that they're all really engaged in practices. Um, It's definitely a faster pace and more demanding load, but I feel that our team is responding really well to it and uh, that all four coaches – uh, bring different ideas and uh, perspectives to the game and it, right now it's just a really positive atmosphere to be playing in so and let's talk a little bit about, about the the defense there you beat western oregon one nothing thursday you beat st martin saturday same score one nothing why is the why is the defense for simon frazier being as effective as it obviously is being um well i feel that even though we have focused on offensive plays, we have also been pretty key in focusing on our defensive play as well. Um, you know, a great communication in the back line. Um, our new goalkeeper, uh, she has been talking so great, um, you know, telling us where to go. And I feel just that communication has really helped us stay as strong as we are in the back line uh, thus far in the season. Obviously, you're a team leader. Who else has stepped up this year and is helping to you to to lead the team. Um, I well, I feel generally that the whole team has really stepped their game um, in um, you know being a leader on the team. Um, specifically, um, you know, I really feel that everyone has put in such a great effort to put the team where it is now. I mean, we have two really great captains. We have Asia Troy Halo and Carm Jawanda that have been pushing the team forward in this great direction as well. Um, but as a whole, I think the whole team is just, uh, you know, putting the team first, and that is why we're being so successful right now. All right. You're instituting a new system, obviously, through the, the new coaching staff you have. You're, you've won two matches this past week. Where are, is the room for improvement? Where do you think the Simon Fraser team is going to make the most improvement between now and the tail end of the year? Well, I think it's already showed that we have improved offensively um, just by the fact that we have scored more goals this season than we have in uh, previous ones. Um, I feel that offensively we're really going to show that we are stronger and we are able to capitalize on these chances of scoring and that we will do it. So I feel that offensively we will definitely show improvement. Well, yeah, and uh, in in terms of goals, six already this year through eight matches. You only had seven all of last year. You're on pace, right. at least at this point, to double the goal output from just one year ago. Uh, that, I guess that just goes back and proves your point that this is an improved Simon Fraser offensive team this year, true? No, absolutely, yes. I feel that uh, as like the, the stats show, they're definitely capitalizing more um, on our shots and uh, 
you know, we've been practicing that through preseason and through practices now, just, you know, moving forward and trying to be more of an offensive team. And, again, it's, it's showing because we're, we're scoring, which is great. Well, Kelsey, thanks so much for joining us tonight on GNAC Insider. Um, keep up the, the good and improved play, and good luck throughout the rest of this 2014 campaign, and hopefully we'll have a chance to talk to you before this year is over once again. Great. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Kelsey Atherley from the Simon Fraser University women's soccer team. Well, we're going to wrap up this edition of GNAC Insider after this brief timeout. GNACsports.com is your 24-7 resource for all the latest on the great Northwest Athletic Conference. Schedules, results, standings, statistics, and more for all 11 GNAC members. Plus, catch live event coverage on GNAC.tv. When I first came to SFU, I thought I knew exactly what I wanted. When I got into my second semester, I suddenly wasn't so sure what I wanted to do anymore. So I started to explore a little bit. Archaeology, communications, history, even kinesiology. And then I decided to go on exchange to France for a year. I was an orientation leader for a year, became a community advisor in residence, helped start a choir. I even took a rowing course. After SFU, I have lots of possibilities of what I could do. But whatever I do, I know I'll be ready for it. Welcome back to GNAC Insider. Once again, I want to uh, thank the guests on tonight's program. Thanks to Cameron Lee, the soccer captain in Montana State University Billings, and the information we got from him about the team impact situation there with the Yellow Jackets. Thanks to Co. Michelson, the Northwest Nazarene University men's soccer coach, and thanks as well to Kelsey Atherley from the Simon Fraser University women's soccer team. And Well, thanks to you for joining us as well. Don't forget, we're going to be back next Tuesday, 7 o'clock, for another edition of GNAC Insider. Until then, I'm Robert Lowry, and you're now a GNAC Insider. So long. You've been listening to GNAC Insider, an update on the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Remember to follow the GNAC through social media. To find us on Facebook or Twitter, search GNAC Sports and locate us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider is a production of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference.